0: A weekend with Jason Dacey replay from Money FM eighty nine point three.
1: We're talking the beautiful game with Neil Humphreys. Writes about football for the New Paper. Written uh, several books on football as well. The Ballon d'Or. Player of the Year will be announced this coming Monday, December the 3rd. 30-man shortlist is dominated by Champions League winners Real Madrid, who have eight players nominated. Chelsea's Eden Hazard, Liverpool's Mohamed Salah, Manchester City's Kevin de Bruyne are among 11 Premier League players on the list. Neil, this has got lots of history. The Ballon d'Or goes back to 1956. Yes. Do we care about it? Well, I do because
0: there's a startling omission. Where's Mark Noble? Where, where's Mark Noble, West, the, cent, the central West midfielder Hams. for West Ham? West right? Ham's I'm useless I've, midfielder. I've actually, I've met him. He's have a, you? Yeah,
1: yeah. In a, in a few, years. I think Tony Coddy introduced me to him a few years ago. He's but, a
0: sweet guy. He looks like an old-fashioned footballer yeah, from the he 1940s. Does, he does.
1: He's got that, got that, uh, you know, honest uh, face about him, the, the uncool hairstyle, and the
0: should be the Ballon d'Or winner. <laughs> because frankly, I don't really care about any of these.
1: Yeah. Well, look, you know, it's Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi have won. Uh, have dominated it since 2008. Since Kaka, yeah. For the yeah, last, yeah.
0: Uh, two, I mean, Kaka was the last, last non-Ronaldo, non-Messi person to win it in 2007. Yeah, so 2008
1: yeah. was Ronaldo and then it was Ronaldo, Messi, Messi, Messi. Five each. Yeah, yeah five each. So, look, I, I reckon it should be Luka Modric. So do I. I think he's the best. Uh, and when you look at what Croatia did, Neil, at the World mm. Cup and how pivotal he was to that, Croatia were no, nowhere near as, as good as what they played like. They made the final and, and you know, could have even won the final. But when we look at um, his influence, both for Real Madrid and Croatia, surely he's got to get it.
0: You know when you've been married a long time, right? And you love your wife dearly and you think she's wonderful. But then just once in a while you'll be in the street, or whatever, and you see, my God, look at that woman over there. She (laughs) is stunning. I never realised there's actually a woman like that that I could also dream of having. Mm. That's me when I watch Luka Modric. That's everybody when they watch Luka Modric. You think you have talented midfielders for your club, for your country. You think they're special. You have a loyal relationship with them, and then you see Modric. Mm. And even I practically want to sleep with Modric. Mm. He was magnificent during that World Cup. He was by far the best player. He was the player of the Tournament, yes, he won he that, that. yeah, um, and that's in the bag. And uh, he recently won another important award, uh, the FIFA Best Award, uh, which is usually won by Messi and Ronaldo, mm-hmm. which is kind of like the Golden Globes yeah. to the Oscars. Yeah. So he's already got that. I love his story. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously Ronaldo and Messi also came from poor backgrounds, but they didn't come from war torn backgrounds yeah. like Modric did, where there was literally death and serious injury mm-hmm. within his own family. Mm-hmm. Family homes were bombed during the during the, uh, the the wars of Eastern Europe in the sort of late eighties, early nineties. Modric was very much in part a part of that. He was very much a war child. He single handedly forged a career for himself. Yep. Went to Tottenham, of course, hardly speaking any English at the time. Mm. Quickly became their best player. Yep. I mean, streets ahead of everybody else. And then when you see him now at uh, Real Madrid and obviously for Croatia. In that semi-final, I always backed um, Croatia to beat England. Mm. Not just because I didn't think England were good enough, which mm. they weren't. They didn't, and they still don't, have a player like Modric. Yeah. Even Gareth Southgate has admitted they don't have a creative, smart, intelligent architect who can find passes, split the lines, you know, do those things that all the running in the world yeah. can't give you. That little piece of vision, that moment of magic, he has it. And I'll tell you this. Not many teams have him. I mean, a player like him. Liverpool don't have him. I mean, I covered Liverpool in midweek and it was so obvious. Yes, they lost to PSG. Marco Verratti was in central midfield, a moderates type of player, and he took care of Henderson and Wijnaldum on his own. Mm, I mean, Henderson mm. Wijnaldum, he looked like Attack of the Clones. I mean, the, how can
1: you compare Henderson
0: to Luka Modric? Well, this is like... the point I'm making. They are, And, 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 and he'll tell you this. I mean, it's like, I don't know, it's like a dog listening to classical music, you know, I mean, you know, to compare the two. I mean, yeah, yeah. even, even Jurgen Klopp at Liverpool spent all of pre-season mm. to try and find a creative midfielder, a playmaker. Yeah. They're not hard, they're not around. There's mm. not that many around to, mm. to pick from the tree. So Modric is a rarity and we should Cherish players like him. And what I like about it, too, uh,
1: what I like about him is he's small. You know, he's like me. He's not big. Mm. And he's not really even buffed or anything. You know, he's pretty skinny. I mean, messy. We're talking about his
0: physique, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, okay, right.
1: Yes, carry on. You know, like, like, I just love that. And yet he's so durable and, and he's so it's hard to push him off the ball. He never loses the ball. He always, you know, threads a beautiful pass. And, yeah. he, and he survived in the Premier League, as you mentioned, coming in there as a little guy, you know, sort of that blonde hair and the shaggy kind of look about him. And he did look like shaggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he didn't just survive. He dominated. Oh, he dominated. But, you know, someone like that, you think, oh, you know, he's not big enough, lad, you know. But he, he, he's fantastic. Why would at- you make
0: yourself a Yorkshireman then? <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, he's not a big enough lad, Is Modric. <laughs> no, you need to eat of this bread, Lord. Come on, lad, get running. Yeah. But, no, think about about Modric, That you're absolutely right, the durability part. You look at someone like Andy Carroll. Mm. I just saw a sky News. He's a giant. Yeah, he's a giant. He's bigger than me. He's he's, he's 1.945 metres tall. He's a big strapping lad. He could play NBA. Mm. He goes down like you know, like a stick in a right in a storm. You know, he's absolutely useless. There was a news headline yesterday, and I just saw across the ticker tape, uh, Andy Carroll. And I thought it was, hoping it was, Andy Carroll has been sold. <laughs> Andy Carroll has died. No, I didn't really want him to die. Andy Carroll has, you know, left the club. Mm. No, it's Andy Carroll may be fit to start this weekend. I mean, when That's you compare... That's not a story. story. <laughs> when you compare Carroll to Modric, yeah. oh, yeah. my word. Yeah. One is a ballerina, mm. one is a hot carrier, yeah. you know, one is a construction <laughs> worker. Chalk and cheese. All no, right. I'd love him to win. I'd All love him to win. Right. All right, we finish with a
1: trivia question. Can Go you on. tell me... Who came third in the Ballon d'Or? Don't look at the internet. Mm. Who came third in the Ballon d'Or in 2008? Number, first was Cristiano Ronaldo, but it was the first time that he won. Yeah. One of five. Lionel Messi came second, but he hadn't won at that point.
0: Who was third? Well, I'm guessing it's going to be someone weird and obscure, but I'm going to guess and say Zlatan Ibrahimovic. No, I'll
1: give you a clue. Go El, on.
0: El Nino. El Nino? Ronald, Ronaldinho? No,
1: El Nino. Oh, 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 Fernando Torres. Yes, Fernando, Fernando Torres.
0: Whatever happened to Fernando <laughs> I saw Torres. You remember when he left Liverpool, went to Chelsea? Yeah. And he just like yeah. felt to pieces. And I
1: was working that night for uh, Premier League coverage with John Barnes and he said, this is not a good for Fernando Torres. It's not going to work out for him. And he was right.
0: Yeah, well, I saw them play... It was West Ham, obviously, mm. and I was there at Stamford Bridge. And, of course, if you have a drought, if you have a scoring duck, if you have anything you need to break, just play West Ham. And they'll do it for you. <laughs> he hadn't scored for like a 1,000 years, so I was going to put my house on him scoring against West Ham. He does, obviously, mm. but he was so bad. At one point, he, he pirouetted in the mud, fell over, Kicked himself in the face. (laughs) I remember that. And I thought, this is Cirque du Soleil. (laughs) This man should be wearing a red nose and juggling. I mean, from El Nino to Mm. Cirque du Soleil clown. Mm. I mean, Mm. absolutely brilliant. Mm. So he came third, did he? Came third. There's a bit of
1: trivia. So good luck to all the uh, nominations. Uh, 30-man shortlist. We're going to go for Luka Modric, but it could well be Cristiano Ronaldo again. And there's a few others that are there. Antoine Griezmann. Roberto Fominio, even uh, Mo Salah, Paul Pogba's See, now there. you know
0: Spanish accent? Just know, Yorkshire. You give modulates it's a Yorkshire accent. I don't know what that is, that's Russian. But then you went all Spanish then. I like that.
1: I know, stand by. We've got more accents ahead with uh, Neil Humphreys.